Hey everybody, this is Derek for the Grumpy Guy Show, talking about episode number 101, Meet the Limit, recorded on Monday, July 10th, 2023. Tonight we talk about all kinds of limits, with a special guest. Very, very interesting conversation. Please join us for it. Good evening everybody, welcome to the Grumpy Guy Show, I'm Derek McAllister. I'm Ryan McAllister. And... The second time this has happened, we've got a, maybe it's more than that, but I don't know. We've got a guest returning for a second show in a row. It's Justin. He's back again. Hello. Hello. So, uh, the reason, I'm I'm not sure that we actually stated it on on the last episode, but uh, the reason Justin's back is because he had added a topic and we didn't get to it because of the time limits set by google which which i'm i'm gonna you know this is this was an addition right at the top of the show here as we were getting ready to start up but i'm gonna throw it in right now as our first topic so Mm -hmm. google has these little things they call them apps that you can install stuff such as google meet so last week I, I used that little app to start the meeting instead of opening it up on a web browser and, you know, all that stuff. And it said that there was a one-hour time limit. Well, you know, and that's part of the reason that we cut it a little short last week. But this week, I started it up through the browser knowing that we were going to have a guest. And, huh, funny thing is, I haven't gotten that time limit warning. What the hmm. hell? So, so I only get a time limit if I'm using their stupid little app. I mean, that's weird. That's beyond yeah. weird. That's just stupid. Mm. It's not like it takes I guess anything. It's not more. worth getting the app then. Well, it, the sad thing is, it's not even really an app. It's just like a um, I can't a even a shortcut. It's a little bit more than a shortcut. It's it's. Uh, progressive web app is what I believe they call it. Basically, it's an application they write once, and it runs within a web browser. So it can only run within Chrome or probably anything that's based on Chrome. But you know, it's nothing different than their than the web page. <laughs> so I, I don't get why they would put a time limit on it. You would think they'd want people to use that more just to justify the cost of, of building it. But I don't know. I guess when you're as wealthy as, as Google, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. But then so. again, they're, they're not the brightest bulbs. It's like, <laughs> have you heard about the whole YouTube thing, too? What oh, YouTube right. thing? Oh, so there's this big thing that YouTube got caught in because oh, no, so... Pretty much for the ads to get paid, right? The person mm-hmm. has to watch the full ad, unless, the, of course, there's a skip ad button, right? Uh-huh. So on some of the Google's websites, they would have an ad running in the background that you couldn't close out of. But it was also muted, and you'd be <laughs> able to see the stuff you were trying to see regardless of that. <laughs> so, so the ads were getting charged, right? Oh, my. For people doing, like, being able to, quote-unquote, watch them because they thought they were interested in it. Meanwhile, it was just running in the background. <laughs> right? That's funny. And Google, yeah, and Google got caught doing this, right, for a number of years. Right? <laughs> and so I think it's like, 
and I might be wrong on the estimation for the amount of money they're like being sued for, but it's like a couple million, if not like a billion dollar transaction. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it's up in up in the billions, probably multiple because you know, this is it, ads are how Google makes all their money. Exactly. So, you know, especially with with YouTube. I mean, that's literally the only way they make their money. You know, sure they've got the the um the hell is it the YouTube subscription thing that you can do. Oh, premium. Premium. Yeah. They've got that, but formerly known as YouTube Red. Yeah, they they've got that, but they're not really they're not making a profit off of that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I I I don't get it, but whatever, you know. They're so yeah, like I said, they're probably uh, they're probably getting sued for several billion on that one. You know, as soon as you started saying it. I, I just, I'm like, somebody's cashing in. <laughs> yeah, definitely. There, there's, there's <clears throat> some lawyers making some serious bucks coming there. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's just insane because, right, it was like this thing that was going on for years and years, right? And you'd think, like, the ad companies would have, like, caught on before then, right? <laughs> and no. They never did. So it's just now Google getting caught about it. Yeah. Right. So if that says anything, it it it's not a surprise that they would put a limit on like some stuff. Well, yeah, and I mean especially like Google Meet, you know, it it wouldn't surprise me if there truly is a limit and they just didn't pop it up and warn me just because yeah. how are they making money off of this? They're not, you know. Yeah. They're they're nope. making money off of off of uh, people who subscribe to uh, Google Workplace or whatever it's called, but they're not making money off of me doing this. They're not making money off of most people who are going to be using this, you know. So I I don't know. They're making money off of ads, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, they've got yeah they've got so much money it's not even funny, you know. Maybe YouTube <clears throat> TV. Might be making a bit of money for them. Too. Yeah, that's that's making money because with that, you know, they they've got to pay for these channels, you know, like ESPN, ABC, you know, everything owned by Disney. They've got to pay to have that on there. It's don't not even like watch ESPN. Yeah, I don't think anybody does, but <laughs> no, actually, scratch that. <clears throat> I just remembered Formula One broadcasts are on ESPN here in the states, so. That's a reason for people to watch. Yeah, but it, the number Other of, than that, it's the NBA and nothing else. The number of viewers for ESPN has just been falling for the last 10 years. You yeah, know? They don't even talk about football on ESPN anymore. <laughs> it's just NBA and nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's just wild because of the fact that... Right, if you think about it, back in like the early years before YouTube and stuff. People would love watching that, right? Exactly. So, it's just like... Because they talked about coming every next. sport. Exactly. They talked about every sport, right? So, where are they going to go next with it? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, a big part of the problem is, you know, your generation just doesn't watch television. Like, you know, I mean, even my generation, there's 
you know, we don't, we didn't watch it nearly as much as, as my parents' generation, but that's because it wasn't Mm -hmm. something new and novel. I mean, you know, my, my dad loved sci-fi to no end because that's what was on television when he was growing up. You know, it was, it was brand new medium and, you know, Star Trek was something fascinating to him because, but you look at it and you, the original Star Trek, you look at it, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. I, I, had, I had heard an interview once, you know, where they said, yeah, in, in the pilot episode, we actually use salt and pepper shakers for some of their little devices, <laughs> oh. you know, but there, there isn't that like for, for my generation and especially for yours, there's nothing to draw you in because television has always been in your life. You know, it was always in my life. So with, with me, you know, it's, it's not so much entertainment anymore as it is learning. And, you know, you guys get your entertainment and your learning from other sources. It just happens. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I know you guys aren't, aren't into like TikTok or anything like that, but you know, TikTok is Mm -hmm. huge. There's, there is a ton of, you know, informative things on TikTok because anybody can start a TikTok channel or whatever it's called. And what's even yeah. better is that TikTok videos are short, so you get a ton of information in a short amount of time. Yeah, heck, was it the Washington Post actually has one, I know, because they have yep. one on YouTube and TikTok. That's not all that surprising. Yeah, yeah. I mean... And, I think and, a lot of major publications... It, at least have YouTube, if not TikTok. Yeah, they they do because they know the only way to get the younger generation is to put it there. You know, mm-hmm. if they spend the money to put it on something like ABC, let's say, they spend the money to do that, they're not going to get they're not going to get the return for it because you know if it doesn't appeal to somebody my generation or older, we're not really going to you know nobody's going to watch it. If it's aimed at your generation, your generation is not going to go to ABC to watch it. You're going to go to YouTube, you know, maybe, maybe TikTok or something along those lines. You know, there's, there's a couple other video sites out there that I don't know the names of off the top of my head, but that's generally where you guys are getting your, your, your content from. There's a lot of smaller name ones but none of them can compete with youtube or tiktok yeah yeah and the the fact that tiktok is is actually growing still it it kind of shows you know they're they're really the only ones that are still growing you know there's to me i i find it amazing that any site could compete with youtube any video sharing site because and I think Until what TikTok, YouTube was basically the only game in town. Well, not really. There, there's smaller names. Well, yes, obviously. And the, but what I mean is, YouTube was the only one that people would actually care about. Yeah, the only one people went Nobody to. Vimeo or Daily Motion. Yeah, but TikTok went at it went at it with a different approach. You know, YouTube was just where everybody could post everything you know didn't matter i mean if you look at like if you look has at my stuff everything on youtube yeah you look at you look at some of my stuff and i mean 
I put some stuff out there. It's, it's like four-hour motorcycle ride. Anybody going to watch it? No. I'm putting it out there for me so that 20 years from now I, I remember this stuff. You know, but but mm-hmm. TikTok went a completely different approach from from YouTube, and that's why they're being successful. Because you can't put something out there that's, you know, a four-hour motorcycle ride. You can put little tiny clips of it, and that's all you can do. You know, so it's yeah. it's different than YouTube, which is why it's why it's survived and why it's it's growing. That's to get the people with the shorter attention spans. Yeah, but it also goes back to what we were saying earlier about generations, right? Yeah, and kind of what you grew up with, right? right. So, like, if you think about it from back in the day for like TV, right? People wanted to be like an actor. Then people wanted to be right. The second started becoming more mainstream. A YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Now it's a TikToker. Yeah. Right? And it's just yep. building up there. Yeah, I right? totally agree. I kind of wonder what's next. Exactly. And it goes the same for, like, for instance, movies. Right? Like, people right. are theorizing that, like, movie theaters, they're, like, going to be a thing of the past, like, sooner or later. Right. Yeah, that's that's happening a lot because you know during the pandemic, streaming services kind of showed, hey, we don't need to go to the theater and spend thirty five dollars to sit and be entertained for half an hour, or you know, all right, half an, an hour, hour and a half, yeah. more like hour yeah. and a half to two hours. That's thirty five bucks. Where instead of doing that, I can spend ten dollars a month watching Netflix, and I can watch it unlimited. You know exactly. So it's, as long as Netflix has what you want to watch, yeah. And yeah. then there's there's a lot That's of things come and go. There's a lot of people like like us who, I mean, I'm a Prime member and we get Prime Video as well, free with the membership. Yeah. So you know, half the time if Netflix doesn't have it, Prime does. There's a good chance that Prime does. You know, and and yeah. that's the thing. And there's there's other services. I mean, and if, if you either pay have for... it, that's probably a Disney. That's probably owned by Disney, and it's strictly on Disney Plus and nowhere else. Yeah, and Disney Plus is something you know. Again, ten bucks a month, I think it is, or something like that. Yeah, you know, if you Plus, just about everybody's got their own streaming service now. Yeah, and that's Paramount, the problem. There's Peacock, there's that, Max. That's that's the problem that there is. Is you know. Every company now has their own streaming service. And, of course, there's a charge with it. And we've talked about it before, Ryan. Subscription to hell. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's really what it comes down to. But, yeah, and the m- movies also are now just going straight to store. Yeah. As well. Yep. yep. And, you know, some of that is because people are getting tired of all the CGI. You know, yeah. I mean... You look at it, and you don't have actors anymore. You have voice actors. Why? Well, because everything's CGI. And by voice actors, it, you just mean Chris Pratt and no one else. <laughs> yeah. At one least that's these... what it feels like. Yeah. yeah. One of these days, it's going to be Will Ferrell, voiced by Chris Pratt. <laughs> right. Having it directed by um, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> if Steven Spielberg's even around that long to direct true yeah. true he's getting up there <laughs> i don't even know when his last movie was all right directed so i think we kind of beat that one to death <laughs> yep. 
So, Justin, what do you say we get on to your topic? What do you got? So, right, so a little background, right? I work kind of grocery store, right? They have, like, a little kind of kitchen restaurant type thing, right? And Mm. my thing is just the prices, right? So, like, for a sandwich, right, is, like, for a large, it's, like, I think 13 to $15, Right. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's a whoa moment because it's like, <laughs> that's a lot of money. Right? I mean, yeah, and especially we... if you compare it to like fast food places like Subway. Exactly. Well, and you're so getting you a much a... better sandwich than you get at Subway, though. Well, true, yeah. but quality for price, that's, that's a debate to be had. Yeah. And just the fact that the other day someone walked in and was like, oh my gosh. Fifteen dollars for a large—that's such a great price. <laughs> and it's just like at a great price. Exactly. It's like, sir, are you okay, <laughs> sir? What, what places have you been? Where have you been going to? <laughs> exactly. So it's like, it's like when you go to the gas station and you see it's like um, three dollars fifty cents. Right versus mm-hmm. where you're at, where it's been like four, like four dollars. Yeah, it's a great, like less of a price, but still expensive. Right. Yeah, and that's that's the key. I mean, you don't know you don't know exactly where where they they're actually from. You know, and even even going store to store when you're talking about a chain, you know, someplace that's someplace that's in a heavily populated area like. I don't know, say Albany or something like that. It's it's going to be a lot more expensive than someplace outside of Syracuse. Yeah, no. it's Albany. Of course, it's expensive. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But I mean, even if you're talking Rochester, you know, downtown Rochester or Buffalo. I mean, the bigger cities, there's just a higher cost of living. It's just the way it is. You know, that's yeah. one of the major advantages that Syracuse has. It's large enough to to get things, you know, get, I mean, I've never been trendy, but it's large enough to get trendy things fairly quickly, but it's small enough that prices stay down. Yeah. And it's like amazing, right? Because of that. But it's also like the amount of like amount of, I guess, money prices have gone up by right because i remember you could buy uh, right like for i'd say 10 bucks milk some eggs and like one other thing right if you're going to get milk these days it's like almost six dollars seven dollars and it's like am i getting like the whole leg of a cow in this? <laughs> like, <laughs> am I getting the udders in this? Like, like, like what am I getting? I, am I getting I the whole milk. cow? Exactly. No, no, no. If it was a whole cow, it'd be that whole milk. Right? <laughs> but it uh, would yeah, be even good. higher, right? Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, no, like exactly. $20 a gallon. Yep. No, but that's the thing, though. Right? Really, where gas is going to be in 20 years. Oh, I don't even want to think about that. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, no, it's just wild to me for how much prices are going up by, right? 
Yeah, a lot of that has to do with it, the results of the pandemic. You know, they're they're having a hard time hiring people because we've we've mentioned it several times on the show. You know, they want somebody who's got tons and tons of experience, but For they an want entry level job. Well, it's it's not even that. You know, they they might want somebody to be like a supervisor of of janitorial staff who's got 30 years of experience, but they want to pay them minimum wage. Well, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. So they're having a hard time filling those, but they're also have the biggest problem they're having is truck drivers. You know, mm-hmm. the pandemic took a big hit on truck drivers and it just hasn't recovered, you know, because truck drivers had to continue to go around and do their, do their job, which meant that a lot of them ended up getting, getting COVID and it, it, the recovery just hasn't been there. You know, it takes, it takes, I can't remember how long it takes, but it, it takes at least six months to get your, to get your CDL. And then after that, you've got to get a job and get experience before you can actually really do anything with it, you know? So it's not easy to get into. And they're just having a hard time filling all of the all of the empty spaces that they had. Yeah, as well as the thing I have realized is right. So, for instance, for those entry level jobs, right, and for the minimum wage pay and stuff. So, the problem is, like, instead of having someone like a couple people full time. Right, because where I work, I'm part time, right? Mm-hmm. But part time is like I believe less than thirty hours. For the next two weeks, they have given me the combination of five shifts, right? For both of those two weeks, right? When normally it would be like I want to say maybe six shifts one week right and stuff i'm seeing is like some of these people who are working part-time nowadays right or even trying to work full-time right they're cutting them hours right they're not giving wages that are even partially livable i know multiple people these days who have to work more than one job just to get by and seeing these raised prices in the grocery store and stuff, it's just mind-blowing. Because, like, that... Like, I've heard rumors of us going more into a recession these days. Right? Yeah, it's it's very possible that it'll happen. You know, most... I can't say most. I've, I've heard financial analysts saying, no, we're not, we're not headed we're toward a recession, one. but... Well, yeah, not really. The the big problem that we're gonna have is if 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 things don't turn around with the transportation of, of goods, we're gonna we're gonna be in a world of hurt and we will end up in a recession and possibly even worse than a than a recession. You know, it another depression maybe? <clears throat> it's possible. You know, if if we can't turn things around and fix things, that's completely possible. You know, and it's it's really it's really uh, 
I don't know exactly how to how to say it. I mean, it's they're trying to prevent it, but the the bickering between parties isn't going to help. You know, and yeah. t- until we get away from this two party system, we're we're always going to be teetering on that. Especially when you look at the fact that these people, you know, once they've served, I don't know if they have to serve more than one term or or what, but you know, they get done and they get paid for life, you know, and even if they're not getting paid for life, they're getting benefits for life, you know, which is expensive. I mean, I've seen how much benefits cost for an individual you know, such as uh, either one of you, when you when you have a full time job, which, by the way, the reason they're looking at having more part time people is because then they don't have to offer benefits to them. But yeah. you take a full time person, just a single person. In in my company, I believe a single person pays five hundred dollars a month out of pocket for medical benefits. The company pays two-thirds of the cost, which means the company's paying $1,500 for a single person per month. Wow. Or, no, the total is $1,500. I'm sorry. The company's paying 1000 But still, you know, that's 1000 And you, you multiply that out, I mean, especially some of these larger companies, you know, like the one that I'm in, we've got, we've got nearly 20,000 people in the United States. You know, that's that's a lot of money, $20,000 every month. And that's only if you, that's only if everybody is single. That's, that's not including families. You know, I mean, again, they pay two thirds of the cost. I'm paying, I'm paying for the family. I'm, uh, it's, it's a little over a thousand dollars a month. You know, I mean, they're paying that. And most companies, once you're once you're in the professional level, most companies will actually pay for life insurance to cover to cover at least your salary. Quite often, more than that. But you know, they've got that expense as well because if they don't do that, you're going to go someplace it's going to. You know, so it, it's there's a lot to it, and a lot of people just don't think of it like that. But you know. But that kind of leads right to the last topic that I want to get to this week. So, student debt relief. Oh, goody. Yeah, oh, goody. (laughs) So here's the thing. You know, obviously, you've heard by now that the Supreme Court shot it down, said, nope, can't do it. Yeah. Said that the president didn't have. Well, you, you might. You got to think about this here before you before you go saying anything negative there. Okay? Depends on where you land politically. It shouldn't matter. Because here's the thing. There are so many people that are whining, "Oh, I've got $200,000 in debt for going to college and I can't afford it because I was expecting to get money from this." Well, first and foremost, why are you expecting to get money? Why are you planning to not have to pay this back? You should be planning to have to pay it back until you are told you do not have to pay it back. That's the first thing. Second thing, where do you think the government is getting that money? Taxes. Exactly. So you're paying for it. You just don't know you're paying for it. 
So, you know, everybody says, oh, this is so good. You know, even Biden, this is this is so good for the economy to eliminate this this debt. Well, why is it good for the economy? Because you're going to have to raise taxes in order to pay for it. It doesn't quite make sense there. I mean, you got to You got to have one thing or the other. Either it's good for the economy because you're just saying, nope, no more debt. We're not paying it. The federal government's not paying it. We're just eating the cost. Well, hmm, if you're eating the cost, guess what? You're still paying it. <laughs> you know, it just it it doesn't go away just because the government said it's gone. That that money has it's been used for something. You know, and, and that's what so many people don't understand. All the money that was given away during the pandemic, that money's coming from someplace, folks. You know, the government doesn't just print more and more cash just to say, hey, here we go. We're going to give this away. No, they have to have something. They have to have something to back that cash up. It can't just print more money. That's that'll just raise prices even more. Yeah. But that's the whole problem that I see with this whole student debt relief. And there's people that are there were people on on the news whining about this. Oh, I can't believe that. Well. Maybe you should believe it. You you decided to go to a private school and you have $200,000 in debt for going to that private school for four years. You should have seen that coming. That's why you shouldn't have gone to a private school unless you knew you could afford it. Yeah, I mean... Go ahead, Justin. You, you were going to say something. Yeah, so... right. This is making me think of... Was it this thing I saw online? Right... And was it? I was saying to my girlfriend, right, that if me and her ever settle down in the far future and decide to have kids, right? So this thing I saw was kind of this allowance thing to teach people how taxes work, right? Because in schools these days, like, we'll, these we'll, days. we'll be taught it. Yeah, these days, we'll, we'll be taught it, but not all that much, right? And so how it would work is everyone puts in a certain amount into this jar, and then, here's a crazy thing, we vote on what it's used for, <laughs> right? Want to buy a, a new microwave, a.k.a. Um, get like rid of people's student debt? All right, <laughs> that's where the taxes are getting put into then. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, mm-hmm. uh, and we aren't really being taught that type process, you know? We're kind of just being like, all right, guys, so... We have this magical well that none of you are going to see that money comes out of. <laughs> and we're going to give you it. Yeah. For free. Wait. For free? For free. <laughs> With the little fingers tied behind the person's back. Yep. Yeah. Right. And then, was it later that day, man, I can't believe we're getting charged this amount on top of what we're already buying, you know? I can't believe they would do that to us. Man, they're just paying these people more. No, no, no. It's not just that. It's that you're agreeing without reading the fine print. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Yep, and and that's it, you know? And the the whole tax issue that we have is part of the reason that I keep saying that sooner or later there's going to be some kind of revolution. It has, there yeah, has no. to be, there's only so much more money that people can pull out of their pockets to be able to, you know, to be able to survive. 
I mean... I'm starting to think that at this point, it's not just going to be a revolution. I think there's going to be a civil war before it. I mean, yeah, I think part of it, right, is the fact that, because mind you, I I just visited family not long ago, and one thing they kept bringing up was socialism, right? And they better not be teaching that, right? <laughs> and, and for me, who had a family policy class, since I'm a psychology student, right, I got to learn about a bunch of different type systems, right? So, like, Socialism, communism, like a bunch of different type stuff, right? Yeah. And the one problem is for every economic system, you have to have the poor, like the lower class, the middle class, the upper class. What you want is a thick middle class, right? Not too much poor, not too much high. The problem is. Problem is that. In our country, we're, the middle class is shrinking. Exactly. And fast. Exactly. And so, at this point in time, it's because of that, right? And so if there's a civil war or a revolution, it's probably going to be more than one. Because a lot mm -hmm. of people in our generation, right? Like, and Ryan, you know I have a lot of books. But how many people do you know are out here reading books, watching a lot of information about um, just how this type of systems like work, you know? Now, I don't think a lot of people are reading books like that. No, exactly. a lot of people if are getting all. their information from Facebook. You yeah, know, or which, Twitter. Yeah, Facebook, Twitter, any social media. And the problem there is, you know, when you get fact-checking that's done by by these social media companies, people, oh, look at that. Oh, they checked that and they lied. They said that's not real. Well, is it real? You know, I mean, there's there's memes going around that, you know, Abraham Lincoln said this on the internet. Well, no. <laughs> you know, but there's people out there that see that and, oh, that's true. You know, I mean. Yeah, like the signed Xbox 360 by Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, you know, it, it, that's the problem is people now get their... for only a hundred dollars. Yeah. People, people get their inner, their information from the internet Which and it was real. That'd be insanely high, you know, and, and the, the problem is we don't have really good sources of news anymore. They're all extremely biased, you know, I mean, you look at you look at most of the most of the news stations out there, and they're so pro one direction or the other that you can't get accurate information. Some oh, yeah. more than others. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah, no, exactly. Heck, was it for my own news these days? I have to literally go online to a foreign country to know about what's going on in our own country. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If yeah, yeah it's, I, I it's personally because... trust the BBC as far as same Amer as far as the United States goes. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's really sad, you know. I've I've said before, and some people if completely disagree with me. I don't ever go to the BBC. <clears throat> some people disagree with me, but you know, I say you look back at 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 uh, news anchors from 
the seventies, like Walter Cronkite, he's rolling over in his grave at the fact that somebody like David Muir is considered an anchor. I mean, he's so biased towards uh, towards the Democrats. It's not even funny. It comes out in his broadcasts every single time. You know, if you look at everything with ABC when Trump was in president, it was always about the negative stuff. It never talked about anything positive. And I've said yeah. before if that you think ABC was negative. Try watching CNN during that time. Yeah, but you know, I've said before the the biggest issue that there is is that you know you don't get that kind of unbiased coverage, and that's what the United States needs. We need unbiased coverage on stuff. You know, we don't want this crap with you know with David Muir pushing his you know his love of Apple on us. I mean, yeah. seriously. Mm-hmm. Apple's only the most popular phone in the United States. You go outside of the United States and most people don't want Apple because they can't afford it. Exactly. You know, and, and yet you watch all of these shows and that's all they're talking about. You know, oh, look at the lines for Apple. Well, yeah, there's lines for Samsung devices when they come out, but you don't cover that because, oh, well, it's Samsung. <laughs> Samsung's too expensive, yeah. too. Yeah. They're but... almost as bad as Apple. Yeah. But social media also, <clears throat> right, something I've learned from, um, was it, journalism majors and, was it, like, tech majors, I believe, I've learned, right, that something they actually saw is that social media these days, right, they'll put you with people who have the exact same opinion as you, which to an extent is good, right? Because yeah. then you feel a sense of community. Yeah. But something but it does like, push you to more extreme opinions. Exactly. I mean, I've been down that rabbit hole before. Yeah. And like Ryan, you I've, with videos I've seen, I've back in high school, I was starting politically. I was starting to go a bit further to the right. And yeah. he kept recommending me more extreme and extreme right opinions. Exactly. Thankfully, and then, I'm out of that rabbit hole now. Yeah. Well, that, like, that's part of the that's part of the issue is, you know, they yeah. these social media companies, and you rightfully pointed YouTube at, out as a social media company, yeah. because it's mm-hmm. become that more and more. But you know, they they have a these recommendation media subsidiary engines. of Google. Yeah. Yeah. They have these recommendation engines that, you know, just the like, algorithm. yeah, they, they don't tell you what the algorithm does. And there was a time, a point in time when Facebook actually did an experiment on people without their knowledge, you know, yeah. they can do this crap. It's, it's their platform. It's their, it's their media. You have no choice. You signed up when you, when you clicked, yes, I agree on that little box you agreed to the fact that, that you they didn't could read, by the yeah. way. You, you're basically agreeing to the fact that they can do whatever the hell they feel like with you. Yeah. And, right, with all that, it's also the fact that, right, we're also <clears throat> afraid to discuss and engage in the arguments, right? Well, the problem the is people different- hide behind screens and they, they don't they don't discuss they argue yeah because oh you can't touch me i'm behind a screen you don't know where i live yeah it's uh, debatable whether they even argue yeah well 
I would say they argue not in the philosophical sense. Yeah, I know, true. Right? Philosophers, their definition of argument is the discussion of a topic between two different points. Two right? different points of view, yep. Exactly. Right? And in these days, it's That's kind of become a screaming match. Exactly. It's yeah. just become a screaming match of who's louder. Yeah, it's because nobody wants to sway their opinion. Everybody's right. Nobody's. That's why at yeah. this point nobody I don't even call political debates debates anymore. They're arguments. See, yeah. I call them toddler tantrums. <laughs> That's the... why I consider the presidential debates a professional sport. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, it'd be nice if, it's like, not... we were taught more of the point of a conversation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's sad that, right, I'm having to say this because it should be just a learned skill in life over time. Right. Right. But well, at this some point, of that, it... some of that's because, you know, parents, when they have disagreements, they, you know, for a long time, they'd hide it from their children. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so children never saw that stuff. And, I mean, if you have disagreements, you have to discuss it and you can't say, you know, your kids need to see it. I mean, that's all there is to it. That's the only way they're going to be functioning adults. And of course, it also goes back to the whole participation trophy crap. You know, nobody wins. Everybody, everybody's a winner. Nobody loses. Well, you know what? You can't have that because it's not going to, it's not going to be like that in life, in real life. And yeah. I think that's part of the reason there's so many people that are depressed. I think it's part of the reason that we're having so many violent things, you know, all of these all of these shootings and everything. I think that's got a lot to do with it. You know, people don't know yeah. how to they don't know how to lose. Yeah. As well as the fact that I don't think they even know how to regulate and deal with the stress and the emotion of it. Yeah, yeah. Because of the fact that, like, let's say the parents sometimes do show the argument, right? They won't show the resolvement of it, right? And the participation trophies, right? They'll hand them out, right? And I will say it is good for you to try because, right, if you never try, you never fail. But if you never fail, you never succeed. If you never fail, you never learn. Exactly. So it is good for these people to participate. you never learn, you never get anywhere. Yeah. And it's good that these people are trying it and they are participating, but they also need to acknowledge there are winners and there are losers. There are people that have pushed themselves to a point, right? And that's something to be at awe at. And be like, alright, I need to get myself there. Oh, and it says your call ends in 15 yes. minutes. Yep, oh, there it is. Well. Well, what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't take back everything I said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to leave what I said there because, you know, they, they should have told us this earlier, but when they first started it up they should have said hey by the way you only get an hour (laughs) 
but... Well, but Google's just being stupid. Yeah. Well, anyhow, folks, I hate to cut the conversation off here, but we'll have Justin on again sometime and, and hopefully have a, a good topic like this to get us going. But I'm, I'm sure you've heard the music going in the background, so... Uh, so, good night. We'll see ya. We'll see ya.